It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's BYU, it's Iowa State. Is this a bowl elimination game? And I will explain what that means as they match up on Saturday night inside Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And also, BYU basketball welcoming 17th-ranked San Diego State to the Marriott Center. Two big games, breaking them both down on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsors over at Jace Medical. Uh, Jace Medical is helping you empower yourself when you order a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of, of five antibiotics that can treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical. Medical.com. All right, let's dive right in on today's show and talk about BYU and Iowa State. Now, this is a big game in that both of these teams, speaking of the Cyclones and the Cougars, are both 5-4 and four on the season. Whoever wins this game clinches bowl eligibility and knows that their season is going to go on into the postseason at a bowl game uh, to be determined at a, fu- at a future date. The team that loses, on the other hand, uh, either one of these teams both face ranked opponents in the final two weeks of the season beyond this. In the case of Iowa State, they face both Texas and Kansas State. Meanwhile, BYU has the Oklahoma schools. Oklahoma coming to Provo a week from tomorrow, and then obviously the trip uh, to Oklahoma State on Thanksgiving weekend. And it feels like in many ways, uh, I'm echoing something that I heard from Randy Peterson, who has covered Iowa State for many, many years. He uh, writes for the Domain Register uh, out there in Iowa. He joined DJ and PK, the show that I'm the producer of on the KSL Sports Zone earlier this week, and he says it's a bowl elimination game. Whoever doesn't win this game, so the loser of this game, he believes, and I would agree with him, they're not going bowling most likely. They're going to pull off a pretty monumental upset in the final two weeks of the season to reach the postseason. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it sure feels like if you lose this game, you're probably going to be sitting home for the holidays, and that would be disappointing, especially in the case, as we are on this podcast, BYU-centric. We want to keep covering BYU football and have the season over by the, by December 1 or even earlier than that. Be highly, highly disappointing uh, for the Cougars, especially considering how hot of a start BYU had. And, and, and you can say that the metrics were messed up and BYU was scraping by. Yeah, they were scraping by, but this was a program at one point that was 5-2, and two and it felt inevitable. It felt like they were going to pick off a sixth win at some point and clinch the postseason. Well, do that tomorrow. That, that's the biggest thing. That's going to be goal number one for BYU in this game is to clinch bowl eligibility. Now, let me also be very clear. That's me talking from an outsider's perspective. Knowing what I know of the coaches and the players inside the football program, they're more motivated to go out and show that the, the them rolling over and dying against West Virginia is uh, an exception. They, they're not that type of a program. Now, could they lay an egg once again against Iowa State on their home turf? Yes, but if they want to be booed mercilessly, Go do what you did against West Virginia, but do it in front of your home fans this time. Imagine what the response would be from the faithful at Lavelle Edwards Stadium if BYU went out and put on what they put on against West Virginia. That was highly, 
highly disappointing. And it sounds like Kalani Satake and his coaches, Aaron Roderick, Jay Hill, on down the list, have ripped into these guys saying, you got to give better effort. I have uh, not heard as pointed a comments from a head coach like Kalani Satake in many, many moons like he had earlier this week. Talking about it was embarrassing against West Virginia. This part of the season is about want to and desire. He, he's calling out his guys via the media. And as you heard Connor Pay, if you watched the, his uh, weekly visit on this podcast or listened to it, he talked about the fact that you think Kalani's one way with the media. He is way more reserved uh, in with the media than he is in team meetings. And I trust me, I, I know that from having conversations with people inside the program. He is as fiery a competitor as you are going to find. And you see that every so often come out on the sidelines when he's getting all fired up and cheering on his guys. He wants them to have the same type of fire, the want to, the desire, the just the overall burning gut, uh, the get your piss hot, as a guy Holiday used to say. He wants people to go out there just like him and do everything within their power to win these football games. They did not do that against West Virginia, and that was highly distressing, as you could tell, to Kalani Satake. Is it going to be an easy game to go out there and beat Iowa State? No, it is not, because Iowa State is one of the hard-nosed, maybe one of the toughest teams in the Big 12 Conference. Matt Campbell has been highly complimentary of Kalani Satake and vice versa this week, but these are two coaches who pride themselves on having programs that are tough. And the one thing about this is these are two programs conference record-wise are inverse of one another. What I mean by that is Iowa State is 5-4 and four overall in the season. They stumbled in the non-conference slate but they have rallied in conference going 4-2 and two in the Big 12. Conversely, BYU made a lot of hay out of their non-conference slate going 3-0 and oh, obviously, but they are just 2-4 and four in the conference right now. So BYU's got a lot to prove in this one. There, there's, there's no if and or but about it for the BYU football program. If they want to keep their season going into the month of December, handle your business tomorrow night and get the job done. I don't care how you get it done, just get the job done. Like I said, this is a very, very tough uh, Iowa State team. Their defense is elite. They've got a secondary that is going to give fits to BYU's wide receiving core. And oh, by the way, uh, three of BYU's top options at wide receiver are questionable, I would say, at best for this game. Speaking of Keanu Hill, Cody Epps, and Darius Lassiter. Now, uh, my intel would uh, kind of suggest to me that one of the three ends up playing. I would say if I was going to uh, cast my lot on who plays, it would be Keanu Hill. He's the most uh, far removed from quote-unquote being injured, but losing any one of those guys is a is is not good for BYU's offense. You're going to have to have guys like Chase Stewart, Keelan Marion, Parker Kingston. Uh, Isaac Rex has got to reemerge in a big way. And Jake Retzloff, he's going to be the starting quarterback for BYU in this game, and he's got to come and really show what he's capable of. The, the one concern that I would uh, echo that a lot of people have had is that Jake Retzloff was good last week against West Virginia, but it took until the dog minutes, the, the final stanza of that game, for BYU to even get points on the board. Now, they did miss a field goal. I, I get that, but you got to see Jake Retzloff rally the troops, lead him down the field, and get touchdowns. Uh, the other thing about this is, uh, and there was an interesting note on Iowa State, I, I've talked often on uh, this podcast this season about BYU. The turnover margin is the determining factor for BYU season, kind of the story of the season so far. When the Cougars have won the turnover margin, they have forced turnovers and not given it away. They're 5-0. and they, When they're plus in the turnover margin, they're 5-0. and When they're even or minus in the turnover margin, they're 0-4. Well, we have a statistic similar that to that for Iowa State. And it's kind of funny, but when Iowa State has been held uh, below 21 points, they're 0-4. They go over 21 points in scoring, they're 5-0. 
it, it, it's pretty stark. It stands right there, and it stands to reason that this could be a low-scoring, slugfest, defensive-centric type of a football game, but I don't care what it takes. you got to put everything on the line if you're BYU to get the dub tomorrow night because hope is not a strategy, and hoping that you're going to uh, host uh, Oklahoma and get a win on senior day or senior night, whatever the kickoff time is for that one, or hoping that you're going to go to Stillwater on the final weekend of the season and steal a win on the road, Hope is not a strategy, as my father often likes to tell me. And BYU's got to handle their business right here, right now, and get the W tomorrow night against Iowa State. I'll, I'll talk more about some of the personnel that I'm looking forward to in this game, some keys to the game as well when it comes to BYU and getting over the hump and obviously rallying uh, from uh, back-to-back losses for the first time this season. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. First, need to get a word in on our friends over at eBay Motors. Of course, they all they all of us uh, want to have a winning team. It's what it's all about passion driving patience that's what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive my friends that's where ebay motors comes in they have everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led highlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find out exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money comes back to you. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, my friends. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive uh, at ebaymotors.com today, my friends. It's all available now. Check it out. Eligible items only. Exclusions may apply. And eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. Uh, they have the Learn and Earn feature inside the UCCU mobile banking app. It's an app that pays your entire family to learn about money. All of us want to be smarter when it comes to our finances. Well, Learn and Earn breaks down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia, my friends. Every time a family member completes a topic, they earn points that accrue and can be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against one another and track your progress on the leaderboards. And more importantly, the Learn and Earn feature is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so you can play it anytime, anywhere, and the more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn and Earn, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Be Money Smart uh, youth banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of, you, of your friends over at Utah community credit union check it out of course the slogan love where you bank thank you once again for making locked on cougars a part of your day thank you for uh, joining us here and being everydayers with us here on a friday edition of the podcast all right so uh we've got some really really cool uh listeners out there and i i i I am proud as you know what of the community we have built on this podcast over the five plus years we've been doing it uh and i had a listener reach out to me yesterday speaking of thursday and said, Jake, I've got six tickets I want to offer up to the Iowa State game. You can divvy them up and uh, hand them out however you want. So I want to send uh, three different people to the bowl uh, to the that's the bowl game. There's that's they're hoping to get to a bowl game. Uh, but I've got I've got so I've got three pairs of tickets, six tickets in all, three pairs of tickets to the Iowa State game tomorrow uh, as BYU takes on the Cyclones. If you would like to go out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and watch BYU football in person, uh, get with me. Send me an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take submissions. We'll get you get in contact uh, with you, and we'll send three of you out to the game. We'll send you and a friend or a family member or whoever you want to take your significant significant other. 
whatever it might be, three pairs of tickets and send us an email and just express your interest in going to the game and we will divvy those out. We'll do what we typically do. Uh, for example, Alex was the winner of our uh, giveaway this week uh, in terms of the tickets for San Diego State tonight as BYU basketball. Uh, what we did is we took all those submissions. I, I hand uh, manually entered them into a number generator, uh, ran that number generator on the internet a few different times. It spits out a number, and the associated number went to Alex. So Alex and his uh, whoever he decides to take are going to BYU and San Diego State. If you would like to go out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium tomorrow night and watch Iowa State and BYU, email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. We'll get that handled and get in contact with you guys uh, later on, probably this evening uh, is when I'll finally get it done. But uh, best of luck to you. And uh, obviously, like I said, big ups to those of you who have offered up tickets this season so far it is it's pretty cool that you guys trust uh, me to get them out and obviously you're willing to let other Cougar fans go because you easily could uh, sell resell these these tickets on the secondary market so uh, big ups big thank you to all of the all of the listeners the 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 anonymous donors I guess we should say uh, for their support of the podcast and like I said uh, helping out other Cougar fans go out and watch a BYU football all right so once again, locked on BYU at gmail.com if you'd like to go to the game. All right, so uh, keys to a win here for BYU. Well, number one, uh, Jake Retzloff has got to really show something more than he did against uh, uh, West Virginia. Now, he will be playing in the friendlier confines, obviously, of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. He'll have the home faithful behind him. I'm looking forward to seeing how he performs uh, for the Cougars. The other thing is BYU needs to take advantage of the body clock uh, window this is going to cause. Now, it's not an East Coast team, speaking of like a West Virginia or a Cincinnati or a UCF coming to play BYU, where it would be a 10-15 body clock game for them because it's 10-15 Eastern time. But this is still post 9 o'clock, 9-15 or maybe even 9-30 if things slide with the TV window uh, for the body clock for Iowa State. The second half for BYU, you should have some Iowa State guys who may not necessarily be tired per se, but they're going to be just a little bit thrown off. And take advantage of that. You're at elevation as well. They're coming from the Midwest. Now, the Midwest has some elevation, but they're coming up to 4,500 feet above sea level. Take advantage of all of that and make sure that you let them feel at the, the what Lavelle Edwards Stadium can be like. Keelan Marion talked earlier this week about he th- how he thinks Lavelle Edwards Stadium is one of the best environments in all of college football. When Cougar fans are at full roar, I'm sitting in the press box, and it's loud to me sitting behind a glass and uh, high above the crowd. I can only imagine it's absolutely deafening down there on the football field. That's what you got to take advantage of, number one, for BYU. Take advantage of home field. Enjoy the friendly confines of having the fans behind you. Play like your hair is on fire. Go out there and get the crowd up. uh, Just get them roaring. Because it is an intimidating environment when it is at a full throat. So I'm hopeful that BYU fans are going to show up and support the Cougars, and it'll be a sellout once again. This is what, and by the way, this is what BYU fans hoped for. I, I had multiple BYU fans during the latter stages of the independent era saying, hey, when BYU gets into the Big 12, I'm all in. I'm never going to miss a game again because it's actually going to be meaningful football. Now is your time to show that. Is your team struggling? They've lost back-to-back games? Yes. Speaking of BYU, now you got to go out and, and back them up and show them that you still support them through thick and thin. That's going to be interesting to me to see if it is a sellout or near sellout in this game. If it ends up with, like a let's say, a 50,000-person uh, showing, I'll be disappointed by BYU fans. I'm not expecting that, but I would be very disappointed for that because they do need, speaking of BYU, they do need that home crowd behind them. They need as many advantages as they, as they can get. Number two, I say it all the time, win the turnover margin. 
force turnovers, make them make the mistakes. You don't make the mistakes anymore. They make the mistakes. And this is an Iowa State team that's very, very disciplined. They have not given up a lot of sacks this year to, on, on Rocco Beck, their quarterback. They got two very, very high-level receivers. But you've got to take advantage of any and all opportunities to force turnovers. Interceptions, turnovers on down, forcing fumbles. Go get the football. Set your guys up. You're uh, Speaking of BYU's defense, set your guys on offense up with short fields. BYU has been actually very, very good in terms of converting turnovers into points all season long. It's been the major key to what was what has been a really, really lackluster offensive showing all season. But when they have been given the ball in short yardage or they've had short fields, they've been very good about cashing those points in. And it's going to be absolutely critical to generate points, if at all possible, via turnovers for BYU. Number three thing, I want to see BYU's defense in particular play with more heart than they did against West Virginia. They got carved up 567 yards, more than 330 yards of those coming on the ground for West Virginia. They got absolutely filleted by the Mountaineers. It is a time for them to step up, to man up, and play maybe their best game defensively they have played all season long. Is that going to come to fruition? It's going to be hard to do that, obviously, but you got to see them get after it. And Jay Hill has talked about that. He is frustrated as all get out with the performance of his defense of late. And he is he's talked about the fact that we we're we're going back to the drawing board. I want to see more heart. I want to see more, as Kalani talked to, the want to, the desire. You got to see that from BYU in this game because your your fate of your postseason hopes really rests in the balance. Of this game, it's going to be tough because you're not going to have John Nelson or you're not going to have Caden Haas. It doesn't look like up front for BYU on the defensive line. Now you got to have guys like uh, um, who who was last week, Bruce Mitchell and Joshua Singh, who were stepping into that role as that fourth defensive tackle outside of Jackson Cravens, Atunai Samahe, as well as uh, David Latu. They've got to step up. The defensive ends, uh, Tyler Batty, etc. They got to step up in terms of bringing the pass rush. John Henry Daly is not available this week. It sounds like uh, on the back end, Ta- Talon Alfrey can he come back and offer anything to the safeties group for BYU? We'll see. Offensively, as I said, three re- top receivers for three of the top receivers for BYU are questionable at best. They've got to step up there. You want to see Isaac Rex step up. You got to see the running game come alive. BYU is tracking towards a sub one thousand yard rushing season. Be a huge, huge help if BYU could generate 100, 150 yards rushing in this game. And I don't know what it's going to take. It might take some small miracle uh, from on high to make that happen. But nonetheless, you got to see the offensive line. You got to see Aiden Robbins, Deion Smith, LJ Martin, uh, Miles Davis. Heck, if Enoch Nawahine or Nukuluve Halu can get the job done, throw them out there you got to find a way to generate points in this game. Throw the kitchen sink at Iowa State. There's no point at this point in the season on holding anything back. Throw it all at them. Trick plays. Just empty the tank. I know it's not the final game of the season. you got two more games to go, but you know what? It really feels like this is do or die for BYU and their postseason hopes. So... We'll see. It's going to be very, very interesting, and I welcome your guys' keys to the game. What do you guys think is going to be necessary for BYU to win this football game? Uh, Drop them in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Locked on Cougars. I'm at Jacob C. Hatch, or it's on X, I guess I should say, formerly known as Twitter. But nonetheless, I want your guys' keys to the game because this is going to be a very, very tough game for BYU to win, but I think they're capable of doing it, but they're going to have to dig really, really deep to get the job done. And that 
We'll see if they're up to the task. That's that's the that's the key thing. Is are they up to really sticking their nose in there and getting the job done? We're all about to find out, looking forward to it. Now, another big game is happening tonight inside the Marriott Center just across the street uh, from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU men's basketball welcoming in number 17 uh, San Diego State to the Marriott Center, a place that BYU surprisingly been very dominant against San Diego State in their history. The 79th meeting all-time. We'll talk about uh, what it's going to take for BYU men's basketball to get to 2-0 on the season as we continue on right here unlocked on Cougars. Now, a word on our friends over at Jace Medical. We talked about it at the top of today's show, but Jace Medical is here to help you out no matter what is going on in the world. We all know that it's been a little crazy. All kinds of natural disasters. There's uh, nations invading other nations. We've got uh, unrest in the Middle East. No matter what it is, the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. And also, you can Get on, uh, go, excuse me, ongoing care from one of the physicians on any treatment-related questions. And the best part is it's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. All of it is to make sure that you guys do not get caught unprepared. We all know, that the like I said, the world's going a little crazy out there. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And that's where Jace steps in and handles everything from online evaluations to a licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. It's all courtesy of our friends over at Jace Medical. So it's awesome. Check it out, my friends. You can go to jacemedical.com and order your Jace case today. By the way, use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off your purchase. Once again, it's a fantastic product, a way to be prepared for the really unknown what the future is going to hold. Check it out now. It's all courtesy of our friends over at Jace Medical. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Hope you're having a fantastic uh, Friday slash Saturday whenever you're watching and or hearing this. Uh, but it's a huge game tonight on Friday night for BYU and San Diego State at Lavelle, at, not Lavelle, uh, at the Marriott Center. Now, this has been a really, really fun series over the past six years in particular. It's been a non-conference matchup. It's gone back and forth, it feels like. Uh, San Diego State obviously coming off that incredible run last year to the Final Four. Uh, and here's the thing. This is a game for BYU that's really going to tell us a lot about, okay, how plucky or how gritty or how tough is this new-look BYU men's basketball team? Uh, the the Houston Christian game didn't teach me much personally because Houston Christian, I, I've mentioned this before, they're ranked 360th out of 362 teams in the Ken Palm ratings. Well, San Diego State is one of the more elite programs out there. As I said, made a Final Four run a year ago. Brian Dutcher uh, seems to have that program just reloading annually, and it's going to be a tough game. Now, they did uh, have their quibble uh, and a little bit of a struggle with Cal State. Uh, it was a Fullerton, if I recall correctly, in their opening uh, game earlier this week for the Aztecs, but this is a huge opportunity for Mark Pope and his squad to go out and make an impression against a highly highly thought of football, uh, basketball player. I'm still in football mode. I apologize. Uh, but the nice part is, this is a chance for BYU to really make a statement if they can pull off a win. Now, many of you might recall last year, BYU competed very, very well for about 35 minutes of the 40 minutes in that ball game against San Diego State. The problem was, the 35 minutes were the first 35 minutes, and the final five minutes, San Diego State uh, pulled away and, uh, and got a pretty uh, decent win over the Cougars. 
They're on their home turf tonight, home court tonight inside the Marriott Center. I'm going to be out there covering it, so follow me on social media. I'll have updates for you guys live from the Marriott Center along with uh, many of you out there. Alex, uh, one of our great listeners, uh, he's going to sit in the locked-on Cougars seats, as, as I like to call them, uh, tonight. But uh, the thing is also is it's a big opportunity for Mark Pope to really say, okay, I have remade this uh program to be far more competitive at a higher level of basketball than we've ever competed before. Now, BYU is going to go up against this caliber of an opponent seemingly weekly when it comes to the Big 12 schedule uh, upcoming beginning in early January and obviously running through uh, late February. It's going to be, it's going to test everything BYU's got this first year in the Big 12. This is a great first look of the caliber of opponent BYU's going to face in Big 12 conference play on a weekly if not with twice a week uh, schedule uh, in Big 12 conference play. You're getting an early look at that caliber of an opponent with San Diego State. So looking forward to this one. Uh, If you're looking to watch it, by the way, it's not on linear TV. Uh, It is going to be, I've said this before on the podcast, if you have not subscribed to ESPN Plus, uh, Big 12 now on ESPN Plus, if you want to watch the vast majority of BYU basketball games, that's where you got to get. You got to get that package. Uh, Bundle it with Disney Plus or Hulu, whatever you got to do. But you've got to have ESPN Plus if you want to watch this game, or you can just tune into the radio call and uh, listen to it old school. Uh, but that's that's how you're going to be able to consume this game. It's going to be a big, big opportunity once again uh, for BYU to go out and make an impression. And I think would actually raise some eyeballs uh, should they pull off a victory in this game because they're not favored to do so. Uh, no, actually, no, they are favored to do so. I apologize. I I, I, mis- I, I, I was, I was, I was going to screw that up. I was looking at that. I was stunned as anybody. Uh, but BYU is listed as much as a two-point favorite in certain sports books out there. Crazy to think that. But apparently the bookies think that BYU BYU is going to compete more favorably than I personally think they may uh, compete against San Diego State. But it's a it's a really, really good early season test for BYU basketball. And obviously we'll be tracking how that goes down. Now, other notes real quick is uh, from BYU Sports include uh, number 12 BYU Women's Volleyball uh, getting a sweep of UCF on the road. A nice showing for BYU improving to 21-5 and overall in the season. 10-4 and in Big 12 Conference play. Uh, the two teams, speaking of uh, BYU and UCF, are going to match up again tonight. Uh, that is set for 7 o'clock Eastern Time. That's 5 o'clock Mountain Time here along the Wasatch Front. Uh, if you want to watch that one, I just talked about it. Big 12 now, ESPN Plus, so it's streaming, folks. BYU TV used to have a lot of these contests. Well, guess what? The future, it's all on ESPN Plus, and I, I, a lot of, I've, trust me, I've, I've dealt with some uh, media members who are not uh, too keen on the idea, but it, it just simply put, it's part of the deal these days. So get on it, uh, I would, or share it with your family and friends. I don't know what you have to do to get a login, but that's the way to consume a lot of these BYU athletics. And then one final note before we go on today's show, I just want to say congratulations to Reno Mahe, the former BYU star. Obviously, um, when he showed up at BYU, originally known as Junior Mahe, he has been uh, announced he'll be inducted into the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame as part of its class of 2024. Uh, just three uh, inductees this year. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson being inducted, uh, Reno Mahe, and then Domata Pico. Uh, obviously had a great career in the NFL, etc., but good to see Reno Mahe uh, getting his opportunity uh, to be honored. Uh, one of my favorite players all time playing for BYU. He's had such a unique playing style to him, but at the same time was a fiery, 
fiery competitor. Uh, I think this is a well-deserved honor. And obviously, any of you who have been out to the Polynesian Cultural Center on the campus of Brigham Young University in Hawaii uh, have, have probably seen uh, the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame exhibit. Well, soon enough, uh, Reno Mahe will be on uh, on display there and be enshrined into that Hall of Fame. So really, really fun stuff. And uh, congratulations to Reno. I look, uh, I always enjoy when I see him out and about in the community, et cetera, at games and the like. So uh, congratulations to him. It's really, really cool to see. All right, so uh, final thing. If you've stuck around this long, a score prediction for BYU and Iowa State. I, I, I promise I would stop uh, relying on my gut, but I'm going to have faith that BYU can win this game over Iowa State. They have talked the talk. Can they back it up? Can they walk that walk and go out and really get the job done against Iowa State? I sincerely hope so because I don't want to stop covering this football team as soon as this month ends, but uh, I think BYU gets the win. I'm going to say BYU 21, Iowa State 20. I think it's a grinder. I think it's a close game, and uh, if BYU gets that win uh, and keeps Iowa State under 21 points, well, that's... uh, 0-5 oh, when they're under 21 points, and 5-0 and oh when they're over 21 points uh, for Iowa State. And obviously, I think it would just be a very, very solid win for BYU. And uh, I think you'd see some pretty big cheers from the from the players themselves uh, getting to bowl eligibility year one in the Big 12 if they pull it off tomorrow night. So looking forward to it. Uh, if you want to tune into my uh, my stuff radio-wise, we will have the Cougar pregame show on the KSL Sports Zone beginning at 7 o'clock and a postgame show immediately after the game goes final. So uh, join Alex Kiri and myself as we get you ready for the game and obviously after the game wraps up uh, late night uh, down there in Provo but looking forward to it all the same. So there you go. That's what I got for you guys on a Friday. So thank you once again for your support of the podcast. As always, best of luck, and hopefully uh, we get a good crew of you, three of you, uh, and uh, friends or whatever, going out to the game tomorrow night. Once again, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address if you want to enter to win uh, some of those tickets to go watch BYU and Iowa State tomorrow night. But until uh, we get to our postcast, we'll probably be recording that. Typically with these late-night games for BYU, I usually sit down and record those around like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Mountain Time, but I love doing it. You guys you guys make it easy uh, here on the podcast, so thank you for your support. Thank you for making it your first listen. Thank you for being everydayers, and until next time, my friends, this has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.